0: enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire join us in april 2025 for the six pillars at sea marriage getaway yes we are taking six pillars cruising and we want you to join us get all the details at one extraordinary slash getaway use promo code ships ahoy to get 500 dollars off your registration today we'll see you there
1: from san diego california this is a one extraordinary marriage show where being busy is overdone romancing is fun and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some i'm tony de lorenzo your co-host along with my beautiful wife elisa from coast to coast and around the world thank you for joining us it's time to talk sex love and commitment give us a call at 858-876-5663 that's 858-876-5663 In today's show, we talk about what to do when one of you says to the other, I want out. I'm done.
0: And I love this quote, this anonymous quote that I found when I was thinking about this show. And it says, when you feel like quitting, remember why you started. And there's so much truth to that. It's such a a valuable lesson that I think each and every one of us could remember in our marriage because the truth of the matter is, is, at some point in time, every married person feels like saying, you know what?
1: I'm done. I'm done. I want out. I'm yeah. done. But before we We've get in there oh, and we'll Numer- talk about that
0: <laughs> numerous times, but before we get to that, we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug. And this week's hug is brought to you by one extraordinary marriages, free resource, seven steps to save your marriage, even if your spouse is unwilling. And you can find this at one extraordinary slash seven steps. In this free report, you're going to receive the seven simple steps to salvage even the most damaged and beyond repair marriage. These are the same steps that brought our own marriage back from the brink of divorce. You're going to find the five often overlooked costs to consider before signing on the dotted line. And honestly, you think if your lawyer fees are high, you're going to want to know these other hidden costs. And the number one mistake that almost all broken couples make, even the ones with best intentions when trying to get help. So don't wait. Get your copy today at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash seven steps. And this hug actually came to us. uh, This was posted up on iTunes. It's been a little while since we've read an iTunes review. And what I want to say about the iTunes reviews is that this is a great way for each and every one of you to impact somebody else's life. Because a lot of times when people are searching for... Uh, for helping their marriage. They're looking for podcasts these days. And when you leave a five-star rating or you leave a review saying how much the One Extraordinary Marriage show has impacted your own relationship, people see that and they jump on and they get hooked and they start seeing transformation in their own marriage. So for all of those of you that have left a five-star rating or review or those of you that are thinking about it and are going to take that step this week, thank you in advance. We love you guys Mm -hmm. for doing that. Um, This came in and said, best marriage podcast out there. Ever since finding your podcast, I have been hooked. My husband and I are coming up on our seventh anniversary and have two girls, five and three. Your podcast continues to teach me daily about how to be on the same page as my husband and how to communicate with him and have meaningful conversations and talk sex and family in a more connecting way. Mm. Thank you for all that you do.
1: You're welcome.
0: You're absolutely welcome. You're welcome, man. I love love that. We love being... Your resource, we love being having you say we're the best marriage podcast out there. Um, Amen. Yeah, we're 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 going to receive that because yeah. we, for the last six and a half years, have been coming and sharing our marriage with you guys and bringing, you know, tips that you can take, action steps that you can take to experience transformation. And mm-hmm. today's show is no different because you know we've either said it or we've heard somebody say it. You know, I want out. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. I'm done. This is too hard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And in the last few weeks, it's been coming up a lot in a lot of coaching calls in a lot of emails that we're receiving and just in conversations that we're having with people. And yeah. you know, it's part of the reason why I opened up the show with the quote that I did, because I think a lot of times when you feel like quitting, you've forgotten why you started this in the first place. Mm-hmm. True. Right. Because when people are dating, when they're engaged, when they're like newlyweds, nobody's thinking, "Wow, well, this is going to be lousy in a few years. Let me just, you know, kind of bide my time and just wait for it to get really crappy. And then, you know, I'll just pull the plug on this. Right. Right. And, you-
1: and we've been around a lot of couples recently who are engaged mm-hmm. or newlyweds. And, you know, that is a, the farthest, that is the farthest thought from their mind.
0: Why would you get married if you were thinking it was going to end?
1: Right. Well, but that's what I'm saying. And if you're around those folks that are getting married or, or are, are looking or engaged, or, you know, that's not even, it's not even a part of the vocabulary.
0: Mm -hmm. And and, you know, the truth is is that every marriage, every couple is going to go through cycles of good and bad. Mm -hmm. And the problem falls or the problem becomes a problem when those cycles last indefinitely. And no one's taking action. Right. Right. There was a really interesting article. I believe it was in Redbook. We're going to put a link to it. Yeah. Redbook Magazine online, redbookmag.com. We're going to put a link to it. There's a couple's therapist in there. Her name uh, is Carrie Cole. And she said that the average couple waits. And and, uh, listen to this number because it's going to actually blow your mind. The average couple waits six years from the time they recognize relationship problems until the time they try therapy. By then, it's often too late. The problems in the marriage can corrode it to the point where it may be unsalvageable. So play it safe and consider scheduling a therapy session if you're struggling.
1: Mm, yeah, Six yes.
0: years.
1: And we can attest to this because we'll we'll get emails often. Married 10, 15, 30 years. And we'll get an email going, well, I think we should do something. And Elisa will reach out. Typically, somebody, you know, in this situation, you know, we're going to go to coaching. We need to start getting you guys moving forward and taking action in your marriage. What I see, and and you can also, you know, chime in here, is that many folks want the magic wand. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, we've been dealing with this. As Kerry Cole said, most couples on average will wait six years from the time they recognize the issue And many couples who are coming to us are going, well, one session should be enough and we'll be good. And what you have to realize is that six years cannot be undone overnight.
0: Right. Because the thing is, is that you've spent at least six years being too busy for each other. You've spent six years not talking, not having sex not spending time together, not doing the things that you need to do to make your marriage work. And so by the time those six years have gone by, when one person says, I want out at that point in time, they've checked out.
1: Yeah. They're, they're gone.
0: Right. They, they have allowed themselves. They've given themselves permission to stop caring. They've given themselves permission to begin making plans to do life on their own. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's where you get at that six because really, by the time somebody says, I want out, I'm done, this is too hard, you're you're not just in a phase. Mm -mm. Right? This is where, you know, the whole astronaut scenes where it's like Houston, we have a problem. That's what you should be hearing when somebody in your marriage says, I want out, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Right? Because it's not it's not just a switch. You know, so many people come to us and say, Well, we need help because my spouse says they're done with the marriage and I'm thinking they didn't just get there yesterday or last week or two weeks ago when they said this to you, this has been happening for a long time, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right? You know, that six year window, there's been stuff going on. And, and you know, when you, we talk about what are you guys going to do to not get there? There are some big things that we are going to tackle right now and in this show. And I'm telling you, uh, you might need to take notes. You might need to listen to this a couple of times because the first thing that you got to do is you got to check your ego because some of you have egos that are so much bigger than the amount of connection that you have in your marriage because you are saying, you know what, I'm too proud to say that we got a problem. I I don't want anybody to know. That we're struggling, I, I don't want to talk about it.
1: And this isn't just a husband problem.
0: Oh no! Oh no! No.
1: Th- this is also a wife problem. This is this is this doesn't discriminate between sexes at all. Ego isn't a male thing or a female thing. It's both of ours.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And each of us, husband and wife, can pull the can pull the ego card. Oh sure. What I wanted to just be known, because I think in our society, most people, when we hear ego, is most likely pointing to the husband going, well, he has too much ego. Believe you me, we have seen many wives who have come through one extraordinary marriage who have just as much ego.
0: I will say, on average, I am seeing more and more that husbands are actually reaching out to one extraordinary marriage than wives are. Mm Mm-hmm. The ones that will actually move into coaching and Mm -hmm. take that step into coaching, I'm actually seeing more husbands than wives recently, and I haven't quite figured out why that is, Um, but I do want all of you out there to know that men do take action to save their marriages. Yeah, they absolutely do. And when a man gets to a point where he's willing to take action, it is amazing the transformation that will happen in his life. And and that's and you know I know sometimes people are like, yeah, but I've been asking and asking and asking, and that's that's the next thing that you got to do is you got to check those ears, right? Because if your spouse has said, you don't hear me, you aren't listening. We aren't connecting. We don't spend time together. We're too busy. I miss you. I miss what we had. Those are all like, think of it as like the bright red nuclear button that is going off inside of your house, Treat it with the same urgency that you would treat if you were like, you know, in an airport and all of a sudden all the warning signs start going off, right? The whoop, 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 whoop. That's what's going on when you hear those phrases. And some of you, I don't know if it's cotton in your ears. I don't know if it's selective hearing. I don't know if it's, I just don't want to hear what they have to say because they've been saying it for so long. Well, the thing is, if they've been saying it for a long time, it's because things haven't changed. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? You got to be listening for what your spouse is saying and not blowing them off. Right? These are real warning signs. This is not just them being needy. This is not them just, you know, nothing better to nag on you for. Okay? When somebody says, you don't hear me, you aren't listening. We aren't connecting. We don't spend time together. Why be married if you're not going to do those things?
1: Yeah, it's it's really that about face that I think we're trying to share here today that the these are definite warning signs. Mhm. And you know, let's go back to Carrie Cole. 6 years before uh, the average before couples will seek out counseling, therapy. So, if you've been hearing this for a year or 2 years now, you're ahead of the curve. And that's good. Like, you're getting it. So don't wait another five, four or five years. You know, let's get something going now. You're, you're hearing it now. Don't allow it to continue moving forward. There's something that is not working. If you are riding a bicycle, if you are riding a bicycle and your tire goes flat, believe me, you are going to fix the flat tire. I've ridden many, 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 many of miles. I am not riding my bike on a flat tire. I'm going to fix it as soon as I can. Sometimes we don't hear it. Like our our hearts, like there's a stone on top of our heart and we're, we're just not going to, we're not willing to unleash that, allow that Rock to be moved away. And so maybe for you, it's time to just really think about it. Like, if you hear your spouse saying that, man, what's hardening your heart to not move forward?
0: And I I want to tack something onto this. If they've been saying it and saying it and saying it and suddenly stopped, or you've noticed they've stopped.
1: Yeah, that's another, that's That's
0: not a good thing, right? Because you're thinking, thank goodness, they're no longer saying all of these things that just drive me crazy. Well, the reason they're not is because they're checking out.
1: Uh
0: They're, they're starting to plan for their life to look dramatically different and you not to be in it. And that's why they're not talking to you anymore. That's why they're not connecting with you. And, And you know, that takes me into the next one is the fact that, A lot of people, um, you know, one of the strategies that couples, we see a lot of times in their marriage when things aren't going well, a lot of strategy, one of the strategies they use is to ignore it. Mm -hmm. We don't have a problem. We're good. It's going to go away on its own. We just need to grin and bear it. We just need to, um, yeah, we're just, we're going to wait this out. Here's what I want to say about ignoring the problem, ignoring the situation in your marriage will not make the problem go away, but it just might make your spouse disappear. Right? Because you know, you can, you can stall all you want, you can do whatever, but you're dealing with another human being and we human beings, we have an infinite or a finite capacity to handle problems in our lives and everyone has their breaking point. If you don't want to hear, I want out. I'm done. This is too hard. Then you got to stop ignoring the warning signs in your marriage. You've got to stop ignoring your spouse. You've got to stop ignoring what they're saying. Nobody wants to be ignored. If you're ignored long enough, you're going to say, you know what? I don't need to deal with this. If you won't deal with the problem, I'm not going to either. Right? You've got... You
1: and this can happen in a number of ways. One, um, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. One, we're alone and our devices are constantly coming out. Mm, we're ignoring a a, we're ignoring emotional intimacy, emotional connection, right? That's one place. Uh, another one I would say is kids, mm-hmm. oh, right? big one. Like, oh, I have to run the kids here and and, and you're going to run the kids there and and the kids have to be here and the kids have to be here. I feel that the kids become the the barrier between so we can ignore whatever it may be Mm -hmm. going on, right? When it comes to sexual intimacy, uh, you know, being rejected, ignored in the bedroom, in the advance that may come your way.
0: I'm too tired. I've got too much to do. Right. You know, all of those I, I'm
1: I'm yeah, I'm busy. I'm stressed out. Um I I'm I don't want, I don't want to. to. Y- you know, any of those are are situations where the ignoring
0: mm-hmm.
1: impacts finances. Y- you know, hey, we don't need to look at our cash flow plan this month again. You know, it's it's okay. We w- there's enough money in the checking account. You know, we're ignoring something that needs to be done you know, on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, there's no area in your marriage that you can ignore on a regular basis and have a thriving marriage. Mm -hmm. You you can't. I mean, some, you know, there, there are seasons in marriage where certain things, you know, just rise and are a bigger priority than others, but you can't skip out on any of the intimacies for an extended period of time and expect your marriage to thrive.
1: Right, so example, during sports season for us, Our date nights tend to get scaled back. Mm -hmm. They do, because during seasons and with practices and games, and then you have playoffs and all that during the season, we'll tell you our date nights. And you guys hear us. We'll share it that hey, you you know our date nights do get scaled back. Right now we're in a season where that's they're done. And we're not doing travel ball. We're not doing club sports because we realize for ourselves that, you know what? We need a break. So guess what? We're able to connect again. We didn't give up dates. Hear me out. We didn't give them up. They just decreased for the season. Now we're able to get back on it and make sure that we're getting those two, three times each month that we want to be away together.
0: I mean, we actually had one week just, you know, in talking about kids being first and activities being first and things like that. We had one week at the end of, um, lacrosse season, which we just came out of where eight out of eight out of nine days, consecutive days, there was some form of lacrosse, be it playoff practice game festival or end of season party. Right. And literally we got to the Sunday where there was a party. We're like, okay, good. We're done. And the next night we had a date. We, we were out like, see ya kids. Have a nice night. There's a pizza in the oven. We're going. Right. And people are like, really? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I need, I need the attention. I need the time with Tony. Right. Because you know, one of the things that happens in marriages that we see time and time again, that leads to this whole, I want out is that the two of you don't spend time together like you did when you're dating. Right. And that's the next thing you need to do. And granted life happens, right? You, you start families, you buy houses, you have job responsibilities. So it's not going to look like the carefree days of just the two of you being able to do whatever you want, whenever you want. Right. I get it. I mean, our dating life now does not look anything like it did 22 years ago. Right. The thing is, is that dating is still a priority for us, right? It still matters that we get out. It still matters that we spend time away from devices. It still matters that it's just the two of us. I can't tell you how many people, as we're preparing for our 20th um, anniversary trip to Peru, 20th anniversary trip, how many people have asked us if we're taking our kids?
1: Right. Oh, gosh.
0: Almost every. Every single person has said, oh my gosh, what a great trip to take the kids. Or are you taking the kids? And I'm like, "No, um, folks, I don't want to be the one saying, I want out, I want done. This is a trip for me and Tony.
1: Yeah, we celebrate those now. We really do. We did not for a while. And I'll tell you, you, you need to celebrate those anniversaries and those special days together. And I, and I just want to share, you know, the I want out, I've been there. I can remember a time in our marriage where things weren't going the way I had ever planned them to be. And I wanted out. I wanted out. I wanted to just start anew, start afresh, you know, be my own self, you know, my one, just, just feel my wanderlust self of just traveling and backpacking and all that. I did. There was a point in my life where I was just, so frustrated with where I was in my life. And looking back though now, I'll say that I'm glad I didn't step out at that time because what has happened over the last nine years has truly, even, even at times when it has been super, super hard, it has it taught me how to press in how to how to stand up as a man, as a husband. How to learn who Elisa is. How to engage her in ways that I wasn't taught or trained or, or was shown growing up. I've had to reinvent myself as a husband, as a man, as an entrepreneur at times. And there are times when, you know, back then, the I want out was so strong, it was it was truly what we shared about with our vows that kept me in. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in that spot right now, I truly say go back and listen to our show that we did a couple of weeks ago called The, the Temporary Vows. Pull out your own vows. Read them. Go over them. Think about them. You have so much more to come mm-hmm. and to conquer together And even in your own self, I'm not going to say it's all going to be rosy. I will say that you probably need to set up some things in your marriage that need to become um, non-negotiables. Yeah. Like, you know what? Maybe getting behind some microphones, pretend microphones, and sitting down with your spouse once a week for 30 minutes and just talking to her or him. Maybe starting up the intimacy lifestyle. You know, maybe putting that date night on your calendar, maybe setting up some guardrails around friends and family that are impacting you. Maybe it's time to take, be bold, take a stand for what you really believe in. Mm. It's tough. Don't, don't, don't think it's easy. You know, people are going to, people are going to say, Say things like oh, I can't believe they would do that. I can't believe you know my friend of so many years would would not come to a game with me because he's decided to to spend time with his wife, or this or that. Yeah, and those things some sometimes are going to say words that are going to hurt. Believe me, I've been there. I've I've felt the sting. But I do know every night when I go to bed, and I get a cuddle up against my wife, she's always there, and she'll be there. As my vow said, till death do us part. Be that 50, 60, 80 years. I don't know what that's going to be. And it's going to be a crazy journey at that point in time. 80 years. 80 would put us at 103.
0: Okay. All it would right.
1: put me at 103. It would put you at 102.
0: That's a long time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so if you're there and you're saying, I want out, we get it. We've been there.
0: One of the things I want to say to that is that, You know, when you're at that point where you want out and you're thinking about where you were, you know, when you got started, you probably all have heard the phrase, um, if it's important to you, you're going to find a way. If not, you're going to make excuses. And we hear from a lot of people that have a lot of excuses, And what that tells me is that they've lost the ability to see their spouse as something that's important to them. Uh And one of the ways that, that you get back to that is by spending time together, by giving each other your attention, because those excuses There are a dime a dozen. There are so many things competing for attention in your marriage. So many things that say, you know what? I'm shiny. Come look at me. And I'm not just talking about the devices. I'm talking about other people. I'm talking about other activities. I'm talking about jobs. I'm talking about friends. All of those things say, Hey, 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 let me be more important than your marriage. Mm -hmm. And, and, if those things become more important, you'll make all kinds of excuses about why you can't work on your marriage. You'll make all kinds of excuses about why you want out. You'll make all kinds of excuses about why this isn't working. But you know what? When you say my husband or my wife is important to me, guess what? You have a shift. You experience a mental shift where you start saying, okay, if I say this, if I say my husband's important, if I say my wife's important, then you know what? I got to walk that walk. I got to do those things that say, you know what, if you're important that I am going to stay home tonight, if you're important then I'm not going to friend that person on social media, if you're important then I'm going to take you out on a date, right? If you're important, then you know what, I'm going to put down my phone and we're just going to cuddle or kiss or I don't know, maybe even have get crazy and have sex. Right? Here's intimacy the intimacy lifestyle, intimacy lifestyle. Here's the thing. You know, I read this article. It was actually posted to me. Um, on Facebook, and we're going to send a link to it too. It's an article written. Send a li- We'll have a link. We'll have show a link. Needs. We're not going to send a link, show
1: Show notes. Show yeah.
0: notes. Have a link. Um, it was by Richard Paul Evans, and the title of the article was called "How I Saved My Marriage." Uh-huh. And I want you guys to just listen to what he did. Marriage was in the toilet. I mean, he it was just you, oh, c- was you can read mess. the article. It was, it, a it, was mess. it was done. Yeah, it was it done. Was done. And, and he got to the point where he's like, "What? What am I going to do?" And he had the revelation that he needed to ask his wife one question. And he did. And he said, what can I do for you today? And he asked her that question day after day. And whatever she said, no matter how yuck it was, you know what he did? He did it. And he didn't complain, and he didn't talk back, and he didn't get defensive, and he didn't do any of the negative behaviors. If his wife said, I want you to clean the garage, he said yes. If his wife said, I want you to clean the kitchen, he said yes. And as he continued to do this, her heart softened. Not because he was, you know, like bowing down to her and just doing everything that she wanted and becoming, you know, his slave, not because of that but because every time that he said yes to her and didn't get defensive and didn't get negative, you know what she saw? She saw love. Even when she didn't feel worthy of being loved. And a lot of times when people get to the point where they say, I want out or I don't want to do this anymore, this is too hard. They don't feel worthy of love. So in that space, instead of coming at them with all the negativity, come at them with love. Come at them with the words, what can I do for you today? And then just do it. And then do it tomorrow and do it the next day. Because you want to safeguard your marriage, it's going to take you getting involved. It's going to take you taking action. It's going to take you saying, Today, right here, right now, I make a stand. Today, right here, right now, we're not going to be one of those couples that waits six years and then watches our marriage corrode. No, right now, if you're telling me there's a problem, you know what? I'm going to hear you and I'm going to listen and I'm going to do something about it today because I don't want to be a statistic in six years.
1: Right, no that, that's so good. I just love it. It's like so this week, the, the big takeaway this week, I think for for each and every one of you is to really take this opportunity to listen, listen to your spouse, hear what they're saying, right? Because those are those signs that are that are going off. You know, it's the fire alarm in the house that's burning. That's saying something is going on in our marriage right now. And it might be your spouse is saying, I want out. They're not saying it yet though. Remember six years is the average before somebody starts says, Hey, we need to go get help. That's at the time when they start going, I want out. So this week, make it opportunity. Listen. And then become, then be get to that point where as you hear them, choose one thing you can do this week though. To love on them. To just say yes, honey. I'll I'll do that. I'm gonna go after it. I'm gonna do that for you. It's one step, day after day, day after day, day after day. We keep taking that step. And we're here to support you guys. We're here to love on you guys. So if you need us for anything, reach out to us. You can hit us up at info at marriage.com. If you're interested in coaching, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. We love you guys. Don't let your marriage get to the point where your spouse says, I want out. We love you guys. We'll catch you next week.